Praise the Lord. Greetings in the name of the Lord. This is Holy Lady T checking in on tonight. And I am still saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. And I am enjoying my life with Jesus. How about you? Glory to God. He is so awesome. And y'all, I am so excited. I am just so excited about what God is doing in the lives of his saints, in the lives of his people. Glory to God. I have heard so many, you know, miracle testimonies and i'm just in awe of god and what he is doing i'm telling y'all it pays to be on the lord's side it pays to be obedient to god and y'all this is tell it like it is tuesday and y'all know i'm gonna tell it like it is glory to god and let me tell y'all before i get into my um notes i see i was on social media and I seen an article about this celebrity couple. And I'm not going to name names because I'm not in a in a, a business of bashing people, making people look bad. That's not what I'm about. But I like to shed light so we won't repeat the same wrong uh, decisions or wrong choices. And so I seen this celebrity couple. Uh, they was in a, a news, uh, not a news article, but some type of article. And it was like they was... They're a couple, which means when I say couple, they are legally married. And then it said that they was not all they didn't always have a monogamous relationship in marriage. Hmm. I was like, what? Okay. And then, you know, I go on to read, and then it was like they trusted one another, like they loved one another. Um, but like they went out, like they slept with somebody else in the midst of them being married to each other. And so, y'all, I want to shed light on this because this is starting to be glorified. And I don't care if the celebrity do it. I don't care if somebody posing to be a preacher do it. If you are married and you have sexual relations outside of your marriage, okay, with a person, let me just be clear. If you have sex with a person that is not your spouse and you are married, it is called adultery. It is a sin, okay? It's not good. And I know like these two people are not filled with the Holy Ghost. They are not saved. So again, I don't expect them to live by the laws of God because they are not saved. But what I do want you to know is that to have sex with somebody that's not your spouse and you, you're have you are married. But you, even if, I'm telling you, even if your spouse said, go ahead, honey, you can have sex with that person. It's still a sin. God still frowns on it because you don't supposed to have sex with somebody outside of your marriage bedroom. Marriage is honorable and the bed undefiled only in marriage with your husband, one husband. So it is wrong. So you go out here and get entangled and then come back, get untangled, come back to your husband. No, 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 no. That is not the ways of God. That is not the ways of God. I don't care how bad your marital relationship is. You do not suppose, and I don't have to be a marriage counselor. I don't have to ever be married, but I know the word of God don't change for nobody. It's still adultery when you go out and you sleep with somebody else. I don't care how bad your spouse is treating you. I don't care what you're going through in your marriage. If you're still married to that person, going out having sex with somebody else is a sin. God frowns upon that. So if you out here and you see that, even if you're not saved, I mean, have some decency about yourself. This is your spouse. When you go out there and you have sex with somebody else, you bringing them same nasty spirits from that person back into your marriage bed. 
So it's just kind of like you sleeping with the person that that person slept with. Ew. So I, it's disgusting. And so that's why I'm saying, y'all, we have to get, listen, sex is just more than a physical act. It is also a spiritual act because you and that person is becoming one. This is why God never wanted us to have sex before marriage because you and a person that you are having sex with become one. That it's only meant for you and your spouse. So how dare you get married and then go out and then cheat on your spouse and bring those spirits in to your spouse. That is still a sin and it should not be glorified. And that's how you know our world is getting more wicked. And I'm like, ooh, Jesus, you is soon to come. Cause I know Jesus probably sitting up on his throne like what is going on with the people I created? Y'all, we got to get here from this. And I know like some people, you may have listened to me and you had problems in your marriage in the past. Somebody went out or your spouse went out and cheated. I, I, and you got that straight and y'all came back. God forgave you. Yes, God can forgive you for cheating on your spouse. But what I'm saying on tonight is why is this being glorified in the public? That's because Jesus soon to come. Men's heart and minds is getting more wicked. And I'm not going to accept that. I'm not going to accept that in my life because I know what God's word says. So, y'all, I just had to bring that up because that disgusted me. That's just showing, again, how wicked this world is getting. Marriage is honorable and the bed undefiled. God going to judge all this other stuff. But glory to God, I'm going to get into my um message on tonight. Tonight on today's, tonight's Tell It Like It Is Tuesday. Do not let your flesh control you. Do not let your flesh control you. Drop it like it's hot. <laughs> I like to say that. Do not let your flesh control you. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. You got to drop you got to drop it because I'm telling y'all. Your flesh will kill you. Your flesh is going to take you somewhere that it's not going. But we're going to go on uh and some of y'all catch that next year. But I'm telling you do not let your flesh control you. Now, when sometimes in the Bible, flesh can mean like two different things. Like flesh, we all like flesh and blood. You know, the flesh that you got on your bones. Okay, like you're a human being. You got this skin on. Okay, that's flesh. And um, But then sometimes in the scripture, it talks about like your flesh being your sinful nature. So I'm going to make sure it's clear what type of flesh that I'm talking about. All right. So our theme scripture or our focus scripture on tonight is coming from Ephesians 4, 21 through 22. Ephesians 4, 21 through 22. Since you have heard about Jesus and have learned the truth that comes from him, throw off your old sinful nature, flesh, throw off your old sinful nature and your former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. Okay, so... We got to throw off that old sinful nature, and that's the flesh. This is in this instant, the flesh is referring to the old sinful nature. We got to throw it off in our former way of life. Now, we can't just do this in ourselves because, see, a lot of people is failing in life because they are trying to be good in their own strength. Um, or or they said the sinner's prayer and they think, okay, now I'm good. But see, you see yourself keep falling back into the same sin because you haven't put off or threw away that whole 
sinful nature and your former self. And I'm about to tell y'all on tonight, you tried everything else, I need you to try this. I guarantee if you do these steps that it will work. It worked for me. Now, sometimes, you know, you be like, you know, one-stop shopping, but this is in general. This is in general. If you do these things, I guarantee, because this is his word. If you do his word, you will be successful in your life and you will see yourself overcoming those sins that you thought that you could not overcome. But if you try to do it yourself, I promise you, you're going to fail. You're going to keep failing or if you you succeed in this you're gonna find something else you're gonna fail in that again because there's only one good but one that's jesus christ and you're gonna need jesus christ in your life to overcome this sinful nature glory to god so the first thing you need to do so your flesh won't control you you must be born again you must be born again it's no if ands or but about it you must be born again because all of us was born in sin we all was born in sin. We all inherit this sinful nature from Adam, okay? In the garden, in the beginning, because of the sin that he did in the garden, all of us are now born into sin. So nobody can look down on nobody. No, no, no. All of us was born into sin. And so that's why we must be born again. So we can now take on Christ's nature the nature that he want us to have, that the godly nature. So in order to take on Christ's nature, again, we must be born again. We must be born again of the water. We do that by first repenting. When you repent, you have a change of heart and you have a change of mind. Some people say like, you gonna clean yourself up, then come to Jesus. Absolutely not. You got to come to Jesus as you are. Because you're going to find out that every time you try to come to Jesus, you're you going to have something in your life that ain't right. Just come to Jesus as you are. But you need to have that mindset that, you know what, Lord? I acknowledge. You got to acknowledge. I acknowledge that I am a sinner. I acknowledge that I am a sinner. I acknowledge that I have done wrong against you, Lord. I'm asking you to forgive me, to wash me, to cleanse me, to make me new, Lord. I don't want to live like this anymore. I don't want to live like this anymore. I don't want to be a part of the worldly system. I don't want to be controlled by my nasty urges, whatever urges is it, sexual urges, drug addiction, pornography, drinking addiction. I don't want to be controlled by this. This is what you are telling the Lord. I don't want to be controlled by this any longer. I need you to come in my life and change me from the inside out. Lord, I tried my way. My way didn't work. I know that you are perfect in all your ways and that you are able to make me new. Lord, I need you to come into my life. All right. So, now you are ready for baptism because you like, look, I didn't put that old life behind me. I don't want to live like that. I'm through with it. I'm through. So you ready to get baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. That is being born again of the water. Once you come up, you come up and walk in the newness of life. In that water, the old you, the old you was buried. The old you was buried. And then again, you rise up when you come out that water to walk 
glory to God, in the newness of life. And y'all, when I came out that water, Lord, I felt like a brand new person. I felt so light. It's such a wonderful feeling. I promise you, if you do it right, when you rise up, you're going to feel like a new person. Glory to God, because you are. You rise to walk in the newness of life. Next. Now, the Bible says you will receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. That's being born of the Spirit. Okay, you ask the, like the Lord will fill you with the Holy Ghost. Lord, I want your spirit. I want your spirit to dwell in me. Lord, fill me with your spirit. He will fill you with his spirit. Now, how you know that you've been born of the spirit is you will begin to speak in another language that is unknown to you. You won't be able to control, control your tongue. I'm not talking about you calling Jesus real fast. I'm not talking about you saying, I come to see the Lexus. That is, no, I'm talking about the real heavenly language. You will start to speak in a tongue unknown to you. Glory to God. That's how you know you've been filled with the Holy Ghost. Now you have been born of the Spirit. Now, don't get confused because sometimes some people have been filled with the Holy Ghost before they went down in Jesus' name. That is possible. That is possible because if you already repented and you said, Lord, I forsake this world. I don't want to live this life anymore. A lot of times God will fill you right then. You will begin to speak in another language, but you always, you still got to complete, complete your salvation by being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Glory to God. So recap, you must be born again of the water by being, by repenting, being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. You must be born of the spirit by receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost in which you know you had a Holy Ghost is when you begin to speak in a tongue that is unknown to you. That is the first way that now, you know what? I got some power, glory to God, to control my flesh because within you is no good thing. It's no good thing. You're going to need some Holy Ghost power. Your power alone is not good enough. You can want to do good all you want to, but evil is always beside you. So you're going to need the Holy Ghost power to control these urges, these addictions, to destroy these addictions. The power of the Holy Ghost, I promise you, it'll do it along with some other things you got to do on a consistent basis. But I promise you the power of the Holy Ghost, it will do it for you. That's number one. You must be born again. Glory to God. Number two, now that you are born again, you must continue to walk in the spirit so you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh because the flesh still going to crave different things. It's still going to crave because we still in this body. We're still in this natural body. So it's going to crave different things. The old you have died, but since I'm still in this fleshly touchy body, it still craves. It still craves different things. Glory to God. So I got to continue to walk in the spirit. All right. How do I continue to walk in the spirit? I must pray continually, pray continually every day. Have a prayer time that you go before the Lord for yourself and that you meditate on the Lord, meditate on his goodness, meditate on what you didn't say, allow him to speak into your spirit. That's your prayer time. That's your intimate time with him. Even during the day, keep a prayerful spirit. That's walking in the spirit, walking in the spirit, living by the spirit. Now I'm going to make sure that I'm fasting. Now, if you are able to go with food and drink for some hours, you need to do that. That's what fasting comes. Come, 
Because a lot of times, like the disciples couldn't, the disciples couldn't cast that devil out that boy. Because that the Bible said, this kind come by fasting and praying. You got the can't help it. You act like you got to keep having sex. I'm telling you, you got a problem with sex. You got a problem with drinking. You got a problem with smoking. You got a problem with vaping. You got a problem in your mind. Hey, I'm telling you, fasting. You When you fast, it's just not like, oh, I'm losing weight kind of fasting. No, because if, if that was the case, I would never fast because I am skinty. It's not about that. It's about fasting so you can crucify, keep this old man dead. See, the old man died. When you repent and you say, I forsake it, okay, you left that old man buried in that pool. It was buried. That was a symbol symbolization that it was buried when you baptized, when it was baptized in Jesus' name. So that old man, let me slow down because y'all got to hear me, Lord, on the night. The old man died, but you got to keep it dead. So when you fast, it keeps that. Because the Bible says, I die daily. I still got to continue to fast. I got to keep that old man dead, them old nasty desires dead. So so take you some time, if you can, to fast. Go a couple of hours. If you need to go days, do it. Be led of the spirit on how long you go. While you fasting, you need to push back from social media. Because there's too many opinions and mess on social media. You need to be able to hear from God. Push back from social media. Get you some quiet time, which is you and, and the Lord. While you fasting, you need to be reading the word of God, reading the Bible, scriptures. If you are struggling in some areas or having trouble, I like to say, I, I prefer to say if you are battling with some areas, look up them scriptures like the internet is your friend. Scriptures about this. Whatever situation you are dealing and battling with look up scriptures about it and go to your word of god read it study it meditate on it take notes on it until you become strong and that say lord i see this is what you tell the lord i see myself in this situation i do not want to be like this anymore i need you to cleanse me from this too because it's a growing process. It's a growing process. So you're like, wait a minute, Lord, I see in your word that this ain't right. And I see that I'm doing this and I'm a new creature in you. I don't want to continue to do this. Lord, I need you to show me what I need to do so I won't be like this. So I let me work on me so I can perfect this area in my life. So that's what you do. You find those scriptures that you can grow in grace and in knowledge, not make excuses, but grow in grace and in knowledge. Not say I'm human, but grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Glory to God. So that's ways that you are walking in the spirit. Also, you need to go to church. Go to church. If you can go in person, go ahead, hear the word of God, the preach anointed word of God will build you up, will build your spirit man up so you can continue to walk in the spirit. This is very important. Surround yourself around spiritual people. Don't be around these negative, any people. And then you sometimes, you even if people profess to be saved, if they're not walking in the spirit, you need to limit your conversations with them. If they're talking about drama, mess, whatever have you, you need to limit your conversations. Don't even talk to them about that. Stay around like-minded, strong people so you can continue to walk in the spirit. You don't want nobody to put a damper on your spirit. Continue to walk in the spirit. Watch the company you keep. Watch what you are feeding yourself through the TV, through the TV, 
Because even when you fast, you might need to pull back from the TV. What kind of movies you watching? Because you need to hear from the Lord. The Lord will speak to you. The Lord will comfort you. The Lord will show you what you need to know about you so you can grow in the Lord. During the fasting and praying time, I'm telling y'all, it works. I mean, I promise you it works. In no way that I would have been able to be celibate or, excuse me, I can use absent, to be abstinent for over 10 years abstinent from sex for over 10 years and i'm not talking about i'm doing masturbation guess what i do not i don't i don't masturbate 10 plus years abstinent from sex i don't masturbate i don't watch pornography it's all about walking i've been walking in the spirit and that is what you have to do in order to make sure that that old man stay dead we're gonna go on you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh because see Galatians 5, 17, 18 is telling you the flesh, the flesh lusts against the spirit, the spirit against the flesh. And they're contrary to one another so that you can't do the things that you would. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. Now, let me tell you, this is a clue to say, hmm, am I walking in the spirit or am I walking in the flesh? This is the fruit of a, of a person that's walking in the spirit. You will have love this is 22 verse 22 to 23 chapter 5 galatians chapter 5 verse 22 23 this is evidence that you are walking in the spirit you will have love joy peace long suffering gentleness goodness faith meekness temperance against such there is no law let me say it again fruit of the spirit love joy peace long suffering gentleness goodness faith meekness temperance all of that you will have that's one fruit of the spirit when you are walking in the spirit you should be displaying these type of characteristics now here we go this is a clue if you walking in your flesh we're gonna read the wrong things the sinful self does are clear that's the flesh the sinful nature committing sexual sin let me say it again the wrong things the sinful self does are clear. This is how you can tell as you fulfilling the lust of the flesh. This is this is the evidence of it. Committing sexual sin, being morally bad, doing all kinds of shameful things, worshiping false gods, taking part in witchcraft, hating people, hating people, causing trouble. Being jealous, angry, or selfish, causing people to argue, causing people to argue and divide into separate groups, being filled with envy, getting drunk, having wild parties, and doing other things like this. I warn you, now as I warned you before, the people who do these things will not have a part in God's kingdom. Galatians 5, 19 through 21. That's the ERV version. I wanted to read the ERV version so you can understand what some of the words mean in the King James version. So, you know what? Y'all, why commit sexual sin always gotta be? I'm, I'm Most of the time, I'm saying, when I read the Bible, a lot of time, commit sexual sin, fornication, adultery, it be at the top of the list of uh, things that we doing with our sinful nature. That's why I am so passionate about speaking against having sex before marriage because sex be trying to take us over, man. But we 
we can be overcomers. And I thank the Lord for all these years. I'm telling you, I thank the Lord for practicing a lifestyle. I've been practicing a lifestyle of abstinence for over 10 years. And so I know it can be done. It can be done. So it's no excuse. But this is how you know you walking in your flesh. When you committing sexual sin, listen, you ain't walking in the spirit, bro. You ain't walking in the spirit, sis. And you need to sit yourself down if you committing sexual sin. You need to get yourself together. It's time for you to do some more fasting and praying because you walking in your flesh. You not letting the spirit control you when you are committing sexual sin. No. And I'm not talking about, oops, I made a sick. I'm talking about you got oops, 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 oops. No. This is a manifestation of you walking in a flesh. You can't be walking in a flesh, y'all, because we have to let the spirit overpower the flesh. Because the Bible say, the people who do these things will not have a part in God's kingdom. You ain't going to have a part of God's kingdom on earth, and you're not going to heaven. So I don't care what these people talking about. Talking about, oh, uh, uh, God know my heart. Hey, God knows your heart. Your heart is filthy if you are committing sexual sin. So you, you, we got to come before God with our hands up, total surrender. Hey, Lord, I don't want to be like this, man. I got these feelings. I need you to help me to control these feelings. Show me what I need to do so I can keep this flesh under control. But uh, it can stay under control. But there's some things that you, deliberate things that you have to do. Now, and I'm going to go to, because some of you, I'm trying, I'm trying to tell you. No sin is greater than other, because all this say you walking in your flesh. You hating people. If you say, look, I can I hate, I hate that sister right there. What? You walking in your flesh, and you will not inherit the kingdom of God. God is a God of love. See, we don't want to harp on just sexual sins and don't harp on all of this stuff. See, all of this really has to do with your heart, because your heart ain't right if you hating somebody just like somebody having sex outside marriage heart ain't right either but you out here hating people no you got to get yourself back in the presence of god i don't care listen people have done some really bad things to me people are yet plotting people are yet doing things against me but i don't hate them i love them with the love of god but of course i had to like spend some time with god because ain't no good thing as a kid before i had the holy ghost and when I wasn't spending time with God, I was walking in my flesh. And I could tell because of the way I treat people. Because I treated them the way they treated me. But when I began to say, you know what? Uh-uh, no, no, no. I'm not going to walk in flesh. I got to walk in the spirit. When I let the Holy Ghost work, and I'm trying I'm trying to tell you, I thank God for letting the Holy Ghost work. I don't hate anybody. I love everybody. I don't care if they do something bad to me. I love them. And I was like, Lord, help me to show my love. I don't want to talk love because see, God died on that cross. He sacrificed for us. He was, he did so, they did so many bad things to him. Judas betrayed him and he still loved him. So y'all don't tell me you can't love people that is doing you wrong in your face. And you, God will reveal to you these people is doing you wrong. But when you know you got the love of God is when you still can love them. You still can speak to them. You still, still can treat them nice in spite of. We have no business as, as saints of God hating anyone. We will not go to heaven. We will not be blessed on earth either if we hate people. Uh, go to God. And then you causing division among the body of Christ. You causing trouble. 
The Bible says you will not inherit the kingdom of God. So that's just as bad. We ain't gonna, we ain't gonna just talk about these sexual sins. We're gonna talk about everything. You hating people, you cause division among the body of Christ. You wait, 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 what else? Hold on. You feel with envy. I don't I think I skipped that. Feel with envy. Uh you will not inherit the kingdom of God. You're jealous angry see the bible says be angry and sin not so this is talking about that anger that that's causing you to do something like and no 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 like it's causing you to do something or say something that's out the way and you have it holding it in your heart or you actually again doing and saying you ain't going to the kingdom of god god treat all of this is the same causing trouble you going to wild parties. I'm talking about, you know, these people that are drinking, smoking, vaping, having sex, orgies, whatever you call this mess. You going to wild parties. You ain't going to the kingdom of God. You will not inherit the kingdom of God. We got to get this stuff right. We got to bring up these scriptures that's going to help us. But I look, I don't want to be in this scripture. I don't want to fulfill the lust of the flesh. I want to walk in the spirit. So I'm telling you on tonight what it looks like if you are fulfilling the lust of the flesh. You, this is what it looks like. Causing people to argue, starting mess in the church, starting mess on your job, starting mess in your family, causing trouble, causing people to argue. You selfish. It's all about you. God is not like that. He's a God of love, a God of compassion, a God of giving, a God of kindness. So people like this, he said, I warned you, you will not inherit the kingdom of God. Doing all kinds of shameful things. We can't do this. This is an example of walking in your flesh. So if we are found in this scripture, we will not inherit the kingdom of God. All right. So y'all, I'm going to take a quick break. And I'm going to come right back and I'm going to explain the next two points. Glory to God. See you and talk to you in a few. Praise the Lord. I'm back, you all, to share the second part of this Tell It Like It Is Tuesday. Now, don't let, do not let your flesh control you. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. I'm telling y'all, it ain't worth it. Now, we're going to get to part to uh point number three make no provision make no provision for the flesh make no provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof now what do i mean by make no provision for the flesh now y'all sometime now let me tell y'all you making a provision for the flesh when it comes to sex now number one if nothing is not wrong with you and you a woman and you on birth control and you taking birth control just in case you slip up, you making a provision for your flesh. If you a man and you have condoms in your pocket, you, you making provision for your flesh. If you are a couple, not a married couple, but you have a boyfriend or fiance, you are in your bedroom with the lights turned out. I don't care if you Netflixing and chilling, but you in your bedroom with the lights turned out. And he rubbing and touching on you. You in the bed. You making provisions for your flesh. I'm some I don't want I don't want to have sex. But you making provisions for your flesh right there. 
Because I'm telling you right now, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. That is not a good idea. Okay, so why, 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 why would we do that to ourselves? So I'm telling you right now, the flesh, you don't want the flesh to control you. Don't put yourself in, don't put yourself in the fire. Uh, don't put yourself in the fire. I'm telling you right now. Some people say, okay, kissing is okay. I, 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 I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not on a boat of agreeing that you should do a lot of tongue kissing. Cause that's making provision for the flesh. Some of us, now listen, I'm a single parent of three. Some of us have already experienced sexual relations. We know how sex feels. Sometimes just having that, that French kissing going on, that, that might lead to sex. Okay, that might lead to sex because you already know how sex feels. Okay, so if you go there, you know how sex feels. Not it. Listen, the flesh is weak. Don't do that. And then another thing I'm thinking about, like, first of all, like, my body still belongs to God. So I don't need to be letting this dude, like, kiss all over me like that. You you can't, like, I don't need to be letting him do that, uh, especially if, if you know that this man is not your spouse, why are you letting him do all that? And then the best thing, I'm saying the best option is to not let a man do all that to you until you get married. Because marriage is on marriage is honorable. All right. The tongue kissing can lead to other things. Now I'm not talking about he pecked you, pet kiss on your hand, pet kiss on the cheek. And some people can't even take that. Um, but a lot of times you don't even know if this dude is your husband and you didn't let him French kiss on you. See, I'm not, I won't have to live like with regrets because you didn't even go that far with him. You didn't let him touch on you like that. So you have no memories of him doing stuff to you like that. That's why it's the best thing. Hey, just don't do it. Don't make provisions for your flesh because I'm telling you the flesh is something else. You don't, you might didn't mean to do it, but then you go all the way. And that is no, do not put yourself in those situations. I promise you. Um, because you had good intentions. But if you put yourself in the wrong situation, sometimes your body can't come back. So don't put yourself in a situation where your body can't come back. You want to control your flesh. You just don't put yourself in that situation. It's no such, don't even say, oh, I'm so holier than thou. Okay, I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. Don't put yourself in that situation. That's the smartest because the Bible say don't make the Bible telling you don't make no provision for your flesh. You can love God all you want to, but you don't put yourself in no position. Tempt the Lord God like that. Like you still in your flesh, your flesh still have feelings. So don't put yourself in no position where you can, um, where you can slip up. And that's me. I'm like, look, 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 look. I'm staying far away from sin. Like, I'm staying real far away from sin. I Like, I have no time. Because this is the thing about it. Like, first of all, people be in your inbox. People be in your inbox. You see this man profile, the man cussing, the man uh, saying stuff he don't have no business, just, just, just ransom. You know this man ain't filled with the Holy Ghost. Why are you spending time with him? Why are you messaging him? Like, why are you doing all that? You know the man ain't saved. He ain't trying to be saved. This ain't no missionary day. And God didn't tell us the missionary day. If you are filled with the Holy Ghost, you should not be 
like in a relationship with somebody that is not filled with the Holy Ghost. That is unequally yoked together with an unbeliever. I don't care if he say believe God. If he ain't filled with the Holy Ghost, he's an unbeliever. So you don't need to be talking to him. You're making a provision for your flesh because this man's mind is not going to be on hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. It's going to be on getting getting hot in the sheets. And you're going to be dropping something else like it's hot in, in them sheets. So I'm telling you, drop your flesh. You got to drop your flesh. You got to kill that sinful nature. And you can't make a provision for your flesh to be pleased. Because I'm telling you, these 10 plus years that I've been absent from sex, it was not because uh, I spent time with some some unsaved men. Oh, no, I checked you at the door. Okay, you messaged me, you messaged me but I have nothing else to tell you. Like, I have not, unless you're saying, hey, um, like, if I, like, I don't look at you as a potential husband. No. Hey, praise the Lord. Okay, um, you want to know more about my church? Okay, this church, that's it. I mean, I'm not going to have a long time. Unless you want, unless you need my pastor's number or need to come to church, I don't have nothing else to talk to you about. I don't want to talk to you about. Uh-uh-uh. High and by, even if you come to my church, high and by, like nothing else, nothing else. Uh, if it's related to a relationship with you, absolutely not. And we got to be like that. Don't make a provision for your flesh. These men don't want nothing about the Lord. They want to get freaky in the sheets. We got to realize that. Stop, 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 stop acting like you're crazy. Because I'm telling you, I thank the Lord because I was like, no, Lord, I'm not going to waste my time. I was like, Lord, the next man. That I have sexual relationship with the next man that I give all my time to like this is going to be my husband. And it came with, we're going to get to it, a lot of discipline. It takes some discipline. You can't be so gullible. Don't make provision for your flesh. Don't set yourself up for failure because I'm telling you, the flesh is weak. The spirit is willing. We want to keep that flesh down at bay. So don't put yourself in situations that you don't have to be in. All right. So we're going to go on. Practice natural and spiritual disciplines. I mentioned to y'all the spiritual disciplines um, when I was talking about walking in the spirit. Spiritual disciplines is praying, fasting, reading your word, going to church regularly, staying around strong-minded people. Now, strong-minded saved people. Now, natural disciplines, like I said, natural disciplines don't be spending your time with unsaved men. You know, man, they say stop Stop forming a friendship slash relationship with him. He's not saved. Let the man get saved if that's the man for you. All right. But don't don't be forming no relationship, friendships where you want to phone him all the time, FaceTime, whatever you got to do. Whatever you're doing, don't do it because that is, that is that's not a good discipline. Your discipline needs to be, okay, I did a podcast before. You're, you're supposed to be caring for the things of the Lord, being holy in body and spirit. You focus on that. That's what you need to focus on. Then when you get it, when, when, and if you get into a relationship with a saved young man, you still need to set boundaries. I'm learning that right now. Set boundaries. Set boundaries. I'm like, uh-uh, next, when I go on a date with my, um, with my husband, we ain't going to be married yet, but it will be my husband that I'm going on a date with. When I go on a date with my husband, my future husband, I'm like, no, I got to make sure the environment is right because I don't want to put myself in a situation that I'm not going to be pleasing to God because I'll be on here. And then even fiancés, man, I'll be seeing things that is out of the will of God. Like 
you all like hug so tightly. Look, this is still not your husband technically yet. So you shouldn't be all like, like tightly, tightly hugged with him, kissing him all over and doing all this stuff. This is not even your husband yet. Like, so it, it just be too much going on. But I'm just saying, y'all, you need to set up some kind of boundaries and you know yourself. You know yourself. You know um how you are. So just make sure that you are setting up the right atmosphere that is conducive to y'all pleasing God and uh, you not disappointing, well, not disappointing the Lord, but because God know you. So, but you set up ways that you are still pleasing God, even in your courtship, because that's my prayer right now, because I'm single, you know, right now. But when I begin, when me and my husband begin to go out on dates or whatever we seen in public, or even if we're not seeing in public, because God sees all, I'm like, Lord, I still want to be pleasing to you. I still want to do this thing right. Because first of all, I have people, I have you to please. And then I want to be an example to others that, hey, you can live holy. You can live holy through your singleness. You can live holy through your courtship. Don't sit up here and drop your standards when you didn't got into a courtship. Absolutely not. But we're going to go on. Make sure you practice in those natural disciplines. You got to be careful also to the, I mentioned a little bit about the music because why you should not be listening to sexual R&B music. I don't listen. Only thing I listen to is gospel music because again, I want to walk in the spirit. I don't need that old tequila rekindle and that old tequila got to stay dead until it's time to be on and popping in marriage. That old tequila got to stay dead. So I'm like, uh-uh. I don't want nothing to remind me. Mm -mm. I cannot constantly be hearing nothing about like certain type of um sexual relationships and all that lovey-dovey stuff. Uh-uh. No. Let me keep my mind stayed on Jesus, on the gospel music. I promise you, gospel music help because mm -mm, gospel music, and I like to listen to YouTube. Oh my gosh. I binge watch YouTube videos, and I'm not talking about just any YouTube videos. It be Holy Ghost uh preaching or it be like teaching on how to keep yourself um how to be whole in god because listen we are whole if we are saved sanctified filled with the holy ghost we are whole right now and i want to stay whole so i listen to uh messages and teaches it teachings about that how to stay pure how to live out my purpose you know while i'm single um different things and i'm living out my purpose right now i want to be the best person that i can be the best person and i don't i don't want to settle for less so I'm feeding myself on how to be how to be the best sister to Kia that I can be in God, how I can walk in purpose, how I can be pleasing even to my husband when he do come. So you need to be practicing these natural disciplines right now because it's not going to always be just you. You're going to have to know how to uh, communicate with your husband effectively and how to grow with him effectively. And, and you're learning that as you are growing in grace with Jesus, who is your spiritual husband. So, but it's also some natural things. I learned that from my mother. She's happily married. She's been happily married for 40 years. So glory to God. But it's some things, it's some disciplines that you need to be practicing right now as a single woman uh, that will be helpful to you. But anyway, we talking about controlling the flesh while you are single. Listen, you need to drop that R&B music like it's hot. Drop that like it's hot. Drop it. 
because you don't need to be listening to that kind of music and influencing you to do certain, certain friends. Drop them like they hot. I'm not saying don't love them, but if they always talking about sex, what they doing with their boyfriend, fiance, whoever, and you know they ain't even married, you know you trying to stay single and abstinent, you need to, you gonna have to cut them loose on some conversations. I ain't say totally ditch them, but sometimes you gonna have to cut, you can't, you can't talk to them about that because no, you got to keep your mind stayed on the Lord. Uh, I'm telling y'all this work. Number four, let Christ live in you. The Bible saying Galatians 5 and 24, and they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and lust. So we talking about we save Holy Ghost feel. Hey, that old person is dead. And the affections and lust that come with it. Now, I'm going to read some more things. Ephesians 4. 21 through 32 it includes our theme scripture since you have heard about jesus and have learned the truth that comes from him throw off your sinful nature and your former way of life which is corrupted by lust and deception instead let the spirit renew your thoughts let the spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes put on your new nature created to be like god truly righteous and holy so stop telling lies. That's a that's a clue that you're walking in your flesh. Stop telling lies. If you're telling lies, that's a clue you're walking in your flesh. Let us tell our neighbors the truth. For we are all parts of the same body. And don't sin by letting anger control you. That's letting your flesh control you. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry. But anger gives a foothold to the devil. Because when you're angry, a lot of times you're going to do something. So you, you give it a foothold and let the devil on in your life. If you are a thief, quit stealing. Instead, use your hands for good, hard work. And then give generously to others in need. Don't use foul or abusive language. That can be, that falls under, that's the umbrella of cursing somebody out talking down on somebody, talking, you know, just wretched to somebody, just just, just going off at the mouth on somebody. Don't use foul or abusive language. Let everything you say be good and helpful. Let everything you say be good and helpful. Okay, when you ask yourself, is this good? Is it helpful? Oh, I don't need to tell this person off today because it's not good or helpful. And some people be like, you know what? This is helpful because they need to be told off. No. No, no. The Bible said we're going to do all things in love. So do let everything you say be good and helpful so that your words will be an encouragement to those who hear them. And do not bring sorrow to God's Holy Spirit by the way you live. Remember, he has identified you as his own. Guaranteed guaranteeing that you will be saved on the day of redemption. So you continue to walk in the spirit. It's a guarantee that you will be saved on the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness. Since you've been identified as Christ, get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander, as well as all types of evil behavior. Instead, be kind to each other, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, 
Just as God through Christ has forgiven you. That's what I always think about. Lord, you forgave me. And I did some things, a lot of things against you. I knew better. And you forgave me. So I'm going to forgive the people that do things against me. And y'all, I'm telling you, you will not inherit the kingdom of God. Because the Bible says, if you don't forgive other people, they trespasses, he ain't going to forgive you. So that means you ain't going into the kingdom of God. So let it go. Forgive people. Not just because uh, you won't go to heaven, but because you really love them. They don't understand what they're doing, and some people do understand what they're doing, but it's not about if they understand it or not. It's because you love them that you're going to let it go. All right, praise God. So we're going to make sure that we are not found in this. Um, Because guess what? The Bible says, Galatians 2 and 20, I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ lives in me. So I can't be walking in the flesh and Christ living in me. If you walking in the flesh, Christ is going bye-bye. He's not going to be there with you anymore. He ain't going to walk with you while you walking in the flesh, walking in your sinful nature. So I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith of the Son of God who loved me. And gave himself for me. So that's why I'm telling y'all it's worth it. Keep this flesh crucified. Drop it like it's hot. I don't care any bad habit, any addiction, any urge. Drop it like it's hot. Because we will not inherit the kingdom of God if we don't drop it. If we let our flesh control us. And I've named some things that will help you not let that flesh control you. Get rid of it. Put off. Put off. Put on that new man that is created in righteousness and true holiness. I promise you, you can do it. I'm a living witness. I'm doing it. You can do it, but you only can do it by the power of the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. I pray, I pray that somebody is blessed by this. I pray that somebody is blessed by this and know that there is no addiction. There is no habit strong enough that God will not destroy it, that you cannot break on tonight. Glory to God. But you got to do it God's way. You got to do it God's way. Come in at the door is only one way. Again, be born again of the water and of the spirit and continue to walk in the spirit. If you find yourself in those fleshly things that I listed, that means you need to go back. Spend some more time with God so God can deliver you from those things because he is a delivering God. Glory to God. I thank God for delivering me. But stay at the feet of Jesus. Let the Lord do it because he will. God loves you on tonight. God cares for you on tonight. Let God do it. It's nothing, nothing, and nobody too hard for the Lord. The Lord wants to clean you up. The Lord wants to make you new. You can't do it on your own. Come on to Jesus and be born again. Glory to God. Now, if y'all have any questions or would like to make a comment, y'all feel free. I would love to hear a voice message from y'all. Send me a message if you need me to pray for you because I promise you, prayer changes things. All right. Well, I pray that you all will have a blessed night. Peace out. This is Holy Lady T checking out.